0: We'll dissect a Monday Night Pitchers duel and recommend some waiver targets for daily lineup leagues. Like death and taxes, Dodgers has been a Dodger. I have That's not nice. had uh, three cold brews yet. It
1: works great, great in a three. fantasy league. I'm just
0: glad yeah. I am not at the dentist.
1: Fantasy Baseball in 15 on The Athletic.
0: Welcome to Fantasy Baseball in 15 for Tuesday, September 22nd. I'm Al Melkier, and the other voice you're going to hear momentarily belongs to Michael Beller. Michael, um, we've got some Cubs news, so let's uh, start off with that. Chris Bryant left the Cubs game on Monday in Pittsburgh with a tight oblique. Now, a lot of people already have been benching Bryant because it's just been sort of a lost season for him, but at this point... Do you have to uh, think that maybe, uh, much like his third-base counterpart, uh, Nolan Arenado, maybe
1: this is the end of his regular season? It wouldn't surprise me, right? Uh, The Cubs uh, are safely headed to the postseason. Obviously, they want to win that NL Central, but uh, it does seem like they're going to be able to do that too in the coming days. And even if that weren't part of the equation, oblique injuries are tricky. But what I am getting at is that even if this were a lighter oblique injury for Chris Bryant there's really no reason for the Cubs to rush him back during this last week of the season they would much rather him be at or near 100% when the postseason starts as bad as the season has gone rather than rushing him into games that are going to be almost certainly meaningless for the Cubs down the stretch here so I would not be surprised if we have seen the last of Chris Bryant in the regular season and if this is a serious injury maybe the last of him all season here. Yeah, uh, entirely
0: possible. Uh, So, of course, that raises the question about a replacement. And it seems pretty obvious who his replacement on the Cubs would be. In fact, it's uh, the player who replaced him in this game on Monday night, uh, David Bodie. And just to look at the... um, the raw stat line—it's you know not one that would necessarily send people clamoring to the waiver wire, uh, and of course this, this discussion is now limited to people who can still make waiver uh, transactions. Um, I was sort of surprised to find, and I was looking into this even before the Bryant injury. This is—I don't remember why uh, Michael, but I—I uh, I was surprised by how many RBIs Bodie had and I think Bryant has, what, five or six on the season? I mean, hardly any RBIs. Uh, Bodie has the eighth most RBIs for any third-base eligible player. That really, really shocked me. Um, so he stands to gain playing time uh, from here, here on out, uh, so he's been a run producer. He's been somebody who's been lighting up the Statcast cast leaderboards, a lot of hard contact, just hasn't really translated into – great stats other than the RBIs. So what? where do you think Bodie should be picked up and what would your expectations be over this final week?
1: Yeah, expectations pretty much have to be in line with what he has done to this point of the season. He is a guy who can make some hard contact. He is a guy who does seem to have a, a flair for the dramatic and a knack for coming through with the big hit, Um, but he still is someone who um, you're going to be going after if you really need some corner infield help, if you really need some third base help. I mean, that's really where he's going to fit in. He's not someone I don't think you're going to pick up and hope gets hot. I think you would need specific positional help that he can fill, not a util spot where you cross your fingers and hope that Bodie can get hot for five, six games. Yeah, and uh, also second base eligible. And as I'm saying that, I'm yep. realizing that stat I threw out
0: there was for second baseman, not for third baseman. <laughs> but a lot of okay. RBIs nonetheless for yeah. Buddy. Um <laughs> In other injury news, uh, Michael Conforto was not in the Mets lineup on Monday against the Rays. He's got a tight hamstring. So I think the impact here is more if you've got Conforto and you can adjust your lineup, uh, you need to check on that uh, as a day-to-day situation uh, in in the lineup lineup. Um, you know, there's, uh, I don't think there's anybody that the Mets can really bring aboard that's going to be, um, you know, tremendously helpful for, for mixed leagues and fantasy, mm-hmm. but um, uh, just something to keep track of and uh, interesting development here for the Braves, uh, an unfortunate development for Cole Hamels, who just came back from the injured list. He's back on it with a weak shoulder Um Bryce Wilson has been called up there's not an official starter named as of yet for the Braves game on Tuesday at least as we are discussing this um, but Wilson I would think would be at least be a candidate to start in Hamill's place on Tuesday against the Marlins what's your expectation if that is the case is he somebody to stream is he somebody to stream against for with hitters is he somebody just not to pay
1: attention to um, you know, I, I think he is someone who you could stream again. We talked about this last week and Derek and I talked about it on the Sunday episode of the Athletic Fantasy Baseball podcast, our last waiver episode of the season. If you are in this position, then you almost don't care who the pitcher is, right? If you are in a position to be streaming pitchers, if you have to be streaming pitchers, then you have to be streaming pitchers. This is the last week of the season. You need wins, you need ratios, you need Ks. Whatever it is, you need something. And so you're basically stuck with whatever there is available. And so when you square yourself with that fact, Bryce Wilson against the Marlins, I don't think it's a good one. I don't think it's a bad one. It's just one that is out there. (laughs) That's, yeah,
0: you know, every... You know, possible streaming option is that—that is, there are an option that we can say that with absolute certainty. Uh, All right. Well, uh, yeah. So, kind of in the neutral zone there, which I would—I would tend to agree with. A couple other news notes here: Ken Giles is going to have Tommy John surgery. Uh, Wasn't really going to have an impact. Uh, coming back this season anyway. And uh, so, you know, now it's something that affects Giles' 2021 prospects, uh, unfortunately. Uh, and the Pirates have called up Jared Oliva. This is somebody I, who I talked about and I think wrote about during the offseason. He had a really nice Arizona Fall League. Um, has some speed. But again, with, um, you know, limited games left and, and probably limited playing time in those games. Um, probably more of an NL option, but something that just to keep tabs on the next day or two. And uh, speaking of streaming options, um, we're going to take a look at the streaming options uh, for Tuesday. Some pitchers maybe to pick up or to put in your your rotation. Some pitchers maybe to pick on with hitters. Uh, Take a look at a couple of pitchers from Monday's slate who made a big impression. Uh, We're going to get to all of that. But first, just a quick message here from our friends at Roman. Uh, Talking about erectile dysfunction is not easy. Usually it just gets brushed off or it's avoided altogether with excuses. But with Roman, it's easy to talk about it. With a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication, it's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work will work with you to find the best treatment plan if medication is appropriate. Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to getroman.com baseball15. That's the word 15 spelled out, roman.com baseball15, and complete an online visit. Rectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman. Just complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash Baseball15 today. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash Baseball15. GetRoman.com slash Baseball15. All right, Michael. Well, before we look ahead to uh, the streaming possibilities on Tuesday, let's look back at Monday and a pitcher's duel in Pittsburgh, JT Brubaker, who... From a fancy perspective, really, I think unless you're looking at wins here, got the better end of the deal here, even though the Pirates uh, lost to the Cubs. But Brubaker went six and two thirds, gave up two runs on four hits, just one walk with nine strikeouts. And he's got the Cleveland Indians up next. So, you know, this weekend's going to be critical. I mean, I've been looking in my daily uh, league, uh, my lineup uh, or my league with uh, daily lineup changes and really looking ahead to the weekend to see who I could plug into the rotation if I really need that boost or need to protect a lead. How do you feel about Brubaker as
1: somebody to trust on the final weekend? You know, I feel okay coming off the start against the Cubs. uh, You mentioned all the numbers going into uh, Cleveland. That's not a lineup that uh, that you necessarily fear. It's not one that you also feel like you can just automatically pick on. It's another one of these neutral lineups. I feel all right about him. I think we've seen decent swing and miss stuff from him. And, you know, the Cubs are one of the biggest swing and miss teams in the league. So maybe you don't expect that level of strikeout every single time he takes the mound. But I think we've seen enough from him to be someone who is maybe a little bit better than that just a guy, as I talked about with Bryce Wilson. JT Brubaker maybe isn't just one. Maybe he is slightly more toward (laughs) that good one streamer category rather than the just one or even a bad one. So, yeah, I could see getting on board with him this weekend for sure.
0: All right. Uh, And uh, making me think of an album I've been listening to a lot lately, All Hands on the Bad One by Slater Kinney. But in fancy, it's sort of the opposite. All Hands on the Good One.
1: (laughs) Yeah, one the good one.
0: Uh, John Lester was a good one, uh, and yes. pitching for the winning team against Pittsburgh, uh, six scoreless innings, just four hits, just one walk. Also just one strikeout for the second start in a row, just one strikeout. Uh, but really three effective starts in a row, um, that, uh, combined for 17 innings with just two runs allowed for Lester. So he's going to finish up with, uh, I think a more challenging matchup than Brubaker will. He's going to pitch against the White Sox, um, Is it worth rolling the dice? You know, kind of similar situation if you need to just, you know, grab a a pitcher off of waivers.
1: Yeah, I think that would be one that would trend toward one of the bad ones, right? John Lester uh, going up against that powerful White Sox lineup. All the big right-handed bats in that lineup. Jose Abreu, Tim Anderson, Aloy Jimenez. That is a lineup that definitely can get after really any sort of pitching, but definitely left-handed pitching. And it wouldn't shock me to see David Ross uh, take it easy on John Lester. He's probably... Going to get the ball in a Game 3 if the Cubs' first-round series does go to three games. Obviously, you Darvish and Kyle Hendricks will start the first two. You could make an argument for Alec Mills if it goes to a Game 3, although I think that would be a very hard argument to make, especially considering the recent form that John Lester has been in. So I think we see Lester in a Game 3 if the Cubs were going to get to a Game 3, and uh, that would make me a little bit wary about thinking that Lester is going to have his usual complement of pitches available to him in that start against the White Sox.
0: All right. Well, let's uh, move ahead and look at the Tuesday slate and just a couple of news items related to the Tuesday slate. Sandy uh, Gray is going to make his return for the Reds against the Brewers coming back from that back strain. And he does not expect to have a pitch limit. So if you had any trepidation about uh, starting Sunday Gray, that uh, may remove that uh, may re- remove that concern. And Nick Pavetta. Finally going to make his Red Sox debut. Of course, he was traded from the Phillies in that Brandon Workman deal at the deadline. Uh, He's going to start against the Orioles on Tuesday. So before we get into pitchers to stream and stream against, which category, uh, if you would pick one, would you put Pavetta in? A pitcher to stream or a pitcher
1: to pick hitters to hit against? (laughs) I think I know where you're going. Can I say both, actually? Just because uh, like sure. Pavetta can still strike guys out, right? And the Baltimore lineup isn't one that is bad uh, and isn't one that totally scares you. So I think he's fine to stream, but at the same time, we feel like we can get at him. So I think you could talk yourself into both sides of this discussion depending on what your team needs. I do think that I would be more comfortable streaming Baltimore hitters against Pavetta rather than Pavetta against the Baltimore offense. But that point can't be made enough if you are in a position – to be streaming pictures. If you have to be streaming pictures, then you have to take what's available to you this week.
0: All right. So yeah, if we were doing this in visual form, we'd have the "Why not both?" meme right now yes, uh, exactly. for that <laughs> All right. So uh, I'm gonna toss out uh, five pitchers who I think are potential streamers. And again, just to qualify this, when I'm saying streamers here, I'm saying also streaming potentially off your bench. Um, So these are not all necessarily pitchers. You're going to be able to pick up off of waivers, but pitchers who do pose a dilemma for one reason or another. You got Brady Singer against the Cardinals at home. You got Seth Lugo coming off a miserable start against the Phillies. He gets the raise this time. Drew Smiley at home against the Rockies. Steven Brault coming off one of, if not the best starts of his career, complete game. Uh, He gets the Cubs this time at home. Brault generally has been very good at home over his career. And uh, Brett Anderson, I'm going to include him in here because he's one of those pitchers I picked up in my daily lineup league because I think he's the kind of pitcher who can go deep in a game and might not be very good, but he's probably also not going to give you like a negative score uh, in a points league. So... Uh, Brady Singer Seth Lugo Drew Smiley Stephen Brault Brett Anderson who do
1: you like? I put Smiley and Brault as the two guys who I like the best out of this group Smiley's been pretty good he gets Colorado at home and They are a much different lineup when they are outside of course. We know Nolan Arenado is on the IL, so right there you take uh, one of the two biggest bats out of this lineup, and Smiley's been able to miss a whole lot of bats this season, so I like him. And then I like Brault against the Cubs. Recent form has been good. He has some good history against the Cubs. He's been good at PNC Park this season and really over his entire career, and the Cubs for uh, as good as that offense can be at times, it has been incredibly uneven this season, and even when it is going good, it is a team that you can get to swing and miss a whole bunch. So Smiley and Brault, those are my top two guys out of this group of five.
0: Yeah, I like that. Well, and I picked Smiley up, so I definitely like him. But yeah, I I agree with you on Brault just because there's a lot of things going for him. Uh, The home start, the Cubs, while they have been, like you say, inconsistent, uh, lately they've just not been very productive offensively. Looks like a good matchup. So uh, I like him as a streamer as well. And let's go to the opposite end and look at some starting pitchers that you may want to pick on with some hitters. Um, We're going to go with the Phillies again. We went with the Phillies uh, for Monday's slate, uh, which didn't necessarily work out all that great, but they've got the Nationals pitching staff again. Doubleheader, so that's something to recommend hitters. You get doubleheader. Kyle McGowan looks like it would be a bullpen game for that that game and then Austin Voth who's just not been very good this year so we mentioned uh Andrew McCutcheon and Gene Segura for the Monday show I think maybe add Adam Hazley and Jay Bruce in that mix as well if they're in the lineup
1: Yeah, I think that that's uh, that's definitely um, a good call. I'm going to skip ahead for you. You've got Arizona listed against Jordan Lyles. I really like that group. I'm a sucker for David Peralta. I always have been. I always will be. I think he can get after Jordan Lyles and Cole Calhoun, NL Player of the Week from last week's six homers. I think you definitely want him in your lineup against Jordan Lyles.
0: All right, excellent. We'll wind up here with... uh... Atlanta against the Marlins and Jose Ureña. I I think this is a great. I mean, sorry, Jose Ureña, but I just think <laughs> this is a really good one to target the hitters. Uh, the ones that may be available would be Austin Rylan and Austin, Austin Riley. Excuse me, and Dansby Swanson. I know you like Swanson. Mm-hmm. He has really been in a funk. Do you yeah, go ahead better. and roll the dice with him with this? Uh, what I think is a very favorable matchup.
1: Yeah, why not? Good matchup. Good should be a good spot for this Atlanta lineup, top to bottom. Good run scoring environment, good run producing environment. I think you can roll out any Brave with confidence in that matchup with Arania.
0: All right. Sounds good to me, Michael. So uh, on that note, we're going to wrap things up for this episode of Fantasy Baseball in 15. If you're listening to us on a platform that allows you to leave a rating and a review for the podcast, we would greatly appreciate it if you take the time to do that. For Michael Beller... I'm Al Melker, and we will be right back here on Wednesday.